Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I'm Meg Walter, finally back in studio with mm-hmm. Eli McCann and Nick Morley. Hey guys. Hey, hey. hey. How's such, it going? Such a relief that I didn't have to do that. That the was phone. a lot of pressure. Oof. It's yeah. To do the phone and the intro. I know. I mean, but we're all so proud of you for I, how thank well you, you, did. you stepped up. Thank you, Meg. I used to think you were overpaid, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you guys watching? Well, wait. First, we have to say Nick just had a baby. Yes. I he did. Just, he just birthed a child. I did. Number Congratulations. two. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm really embarrassed that it was Eli that remembered to congratulate hey. you and hmm. not your sister. We all have our faults. I'm, Do a, we? I'm a better host. No, but that's true. <laughs> Do you want to take over? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, what have we been watching? I'll go first this time. I got four things I want to run through. A, the Harry Potter podcast finally ended. I listened to the last episode over the weekend, and I am not kidding you. I cried. Tears were flowing. (laughs) I cried a lot on this thing. It's like I put a lot of time into this thing. They were like 90 episodes or something, and they're all like two hours each. How far are you guys on that? You know, I kind of stopped. So did I. You guys. I'll keep going. I just, there's been like so many other podcasts Mm, that have taken over. No, there are no other podcasts. It's just remarkable. Okay, so that happened. I watched Black Klansman over the weekend. You said it was a mess. You sent me a a text that said, this is a mess. It was a mess. I really wanted to like it. And there were parts of it that I did. And ultimately what I think it is, is like, there were a lot of non sequiturs. A lot of heavy handedness. For example, there's this one scene where they're talking about David Duke, the grandmaster wizard, whatever of the KKK. And he's like, what is his goal ultimately? And they're like, his goal is really to just finally at some point gets a white supremacist into the White House to be president of the United States. And he's like, surely America would never vote for someone like that. (laughs) And it's just like it's like so over the top that I'm just like, I can't take this very seriously. What I will say is there are scenes of it that are wonderful, but the movie as a whole is a mess. Okay. I wouldn't recommend it to a lot of people, and I'm disappointed about that. It's a really original story, though. Yes. Like, it was a breath of fresh air to see a story like that. That's what I really liked about it, but I, it's a little heavy-handed. I'll give you that. You, yeah, you for so sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was that. Last night, I watched this Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh, oh I watched it last night, I've too. I've heard it's nuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. No spoilers here, but it's it's about a, a young girl who was abducted from Pocatello, Idaho in the 70s. She has the worst parents in yes. the world. The entire time I was screaming at the TV because it's like these they're interviewing these parents and the whole time the parents are like, then this, you know, middle aged man said he wanted to marry our 12 year old and he wanted to take her on a vacation. And we thought, what's the harm in that? You're like, it's just like two hours of that. Ugh. Anyway, what did you think? Like, yeah, I, I was super entertaining. It went a lot deeper than what the synopsis said on Netflix, which I really enjoyed. It, it was a good length. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't a series. It would have been dragged on a lot longer, but... Yeah. 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 It's Go interesting. It. Yeah. It's trigger warning for... It's it's about child molestation. So if that's yes. not something that you want to engage in, then don't do it. But it is a, it is a <laughs> wacko abduction story. I know I said I had four things, but I guess that's it. All right. All right. Good list. Thanks. Good yes. job. Nick, what have you been watching? <laughs> Finished the series You on Netflix Ooh, with yeah. Penn Badgley. What um, is that? I don't even know what that is. So it is about a young man that works in a bookstore in New York City, and he becomes obsessed with a girl that walks into the store one day. The cool part about the show is that he narrates the whole thing, so like you're kind of hearing his thoughts the whole time. The writing is okay. 
it's a lot like, have you watched it, Meg? No. Okay. It's a lot like a show you'd find on the CW. Okay. Which I am into. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> that's, people. That's thing. <laughs> uh, but he kills people, which is something that's funny that uh, a lot of white girls are into on Twitter right now are the serial killers. Huh. We'll get to that. Yeah. Well, we need to cover that in length. <laughs> and before going into uh, the hospital, have the second child. Went and saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, what do you think? Okay, let's, so let's, I want to have it. Yeah, we can save. We can save the thoughts on this. Uh, but just okay. covering what I've what I've watched. All right, and then abducted in plain sight. That's really all I've been watching. So, okay, Meg, Dairy Girls on Netflix. What? It's about a group of Irish girls in the nineties, in the midst of the troubles in Ireland. <gasps> The first episode of Dairy Girls is the funniest television episode I've ever seen in my entire Dairy world. Girls. I'm writing this down. This sounds like my thing. It is a really funny show. It's a BBC show. Okay. Netflix picked it up. Season two is coming. There's only like six episodes. And you'll be really sad after it ends because it's just so funny and heartwarming and kind of heartbreaking. Anyway, okay. Dairy Girls, check it out. The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Oh, The Real Bachelor. The Real Bachelor. Because you've been watching... I've also been watching The Bachelor Provo, much to my dismay. (laughs) And delight, if we're being honest. (laughs) The Bachelor, I can never for the life of me remember this season's Bachelor's name, which is really telling, because he is the most white-bred Bachelor we've ever had. And I wouldn't be watching if it weren't for the two pageant girls who hate each other this season. They were both in Miss America. One of them was runner-up. What? And the other one's soups jealous. And they hate each other. Oh, and it's going to come to a head, and I can't wait. I can't. Um, I watched Ted Bundy. Oh, how was it? It's good. It's so I'm good. so excited. With my boy, Zach. No. No, not this yet. This is the documentary oh. on Netflix. You haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. I'm excited for that, too, even yeah. though I know it's kind of problematic. It got picked up at Sundance, right? It's going to be on Netflix. Oh, it is. I believe. Okay. Netflix or Amazon, one of the two. Okay, okay so you watched a documentary about Ted Bundy. Yes. And is the this... Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. Super oh, good. Oh, Ted Bundy tapes. It's good. I forgot about the Utah stuff. He's way creepier than I ever. I mean, you know, a serial killer is creepy. I didn't know the extent well, to which he was so having creepy. sex with his victims' dead bodies. Yeah, and there was a twelve-year-old. Oh, yeah. It's it's gnarly. It, really interesting, though. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is in its final season, mm. and it's better than ever. Hmm. If you haven't been watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, do yourself a favor. Start from season one. It's a delight. Do you know where you can find it if you want to binge? CW app. So, like, if you have an Apple TV or um, Amazon Fire, the CW app is free, and you can just stream it through Oh, that. awesome. You do have to watch ads, which are super obnoxious. But Why do you like the show? I don't really know anything about it. It's super it. clever. So, mm-hmm. it's a musical, mm-hmm. but it's all parodies. So, they take very known pop culture genres and make fun of them, and it's all in her head. Mm. And she it's actually, like, as the series has gone on, it's tackled mental health in a really impressive way. Because she's she has a few different disorders. So it's like Glee, but not offensive? I wouldn't ever... <laughs> Compare anything good to No Glee. one deserves that. <laughs> Glee is like one of the worst things Glee that has ever was, been made. I remember sitting and watching Glee and thinking, why am I doing this? Yeah. I don't have to do this. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> and finally, the cold podcast that KSL is yes. doing... 
I am so into that freaking podcast. Really? It has so many flaws. Yeah. The host drives me nuts. He does. But the story is so, so compelling good. and just murder, man. I love murder. Did, did you know a lot of the story before you no, listened to I, it? No, and I thought I did. Okay. Like, I kind of knew who the Powells were. I knew this thing happened, but I had no idea how crazy it was okay. and creepy. Murder is in right now. Murder, murder's hot. Murder. You know what I've watched a hundred times? This is this can be my fourth thing that I didn't list. I have watched a hundred times that um, Escola, what's his name? Oh, Cole Escola. Cole Escola, who Meg introduced me to on Twitter, and he releases these little videos, and he has this one parody video about true crime, where he's dressed up as this woman telling about this thing that she saw, like a murder or whatever, and it's like just the... A brilliant parody, but there's this one point where she's like, and then I asked him if he killed his sister, and he said he did, and something just didn't feel right about the way he said that. It is so, so, so funny. Yeah, everybody find that. Cole Escola on E-S-C-O-L-A on Twitter. It's his pinned tweet. He also so. has a, a commercial about orange juice that I've watched like a hundred times where he's like, I'm just the mom and I want to feed my kids good orange juice. And it is the funniest parody commercial of that type I've ever seen. He's a national treasure. Mm. Let's get into the Oscar nominees. We're finally there, huh? Still no host. Oh, really? There's, there's not going to be one, right? Did, did, did they decide that? Oh, I don't know. I just assumed that there's no way at this point. Maybe it's Julia just... Roberts will just suck it up and just do it. Or Whoopi. Whoopi. Can't we all just agree to have Whoopi come? What about Beyonce? Would oh. she do it? No, probably not. Jay-Z won't let her. She's too big for the Oscars. Is that their thing? Is Jay-Z the one who's like controlling her media presence? Mm, I think she wears the pants. I do too. Because she's way cooler. Oh my gosh. Huh. All right. All right. Let's talk about what we've seen and what we think about what we've seen and what we haven't seen and why we've avoided seeing it, because I have lots of thoughts. Wow. That's a big agenda. So this is for Best Picture. Yes. Let's run through them. Black Panther. I tried to watch it over the weekend. You didn't like it? I made it 20 minutes and I was like, it's not. It's not for Eli McCann. No. I was a little disappointed because I'd heard it was the greatest movie of all time. It's still a superhero movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm allergic to superhero movies. (laughs) So I still was like, wow, this is boring. Yeah. But I know that it was really important to a lot of people. Yeah. Nick, your thoughts? I enjoyed it. I thought the soundtrack was super fun. It had a lot of cool actors in it, like Winston Duke, who's going to be in Jordan Peele's new horror movie coming out this year. Mm, That looks good. Which is awesome. Just iconic black actors are in it, like Sterling K. Brown's in it. I don't think it should be nominated for Best Picture. I don't think any Marvel movie should be nominated for Best Picture. Mm. I think the reason that it did get nominated, I mean, there's Oscars so wide. There's a whole bunch of other things that they felt like they just had to to put it in for the sake of putting it in. But I can't think of another movie this year that maybe Mr. Rogers should have been put in there in its place. Are you kidding me? I'm still so mad about that. Yeah, that's the biggest snub of all time. Or eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, that was was surprising. Um, We'll get The fact that Vice is on this list and eighth grade isn't. Yeah, it's a bad look. And Tolly, I would have been really happy if Tolly had gotten some recognition. I just feel like the Academy didn't watch movies this year. Yeah, because Reitman usually gets some Oscars love every single year. Like, I was surprised. I'm a mom of three, and I managed to see some really good movies. Come on, guys. Pull it together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Black Klansman. So we talked about that. Heavy-handed. Good screenplay. Bit of a mess. Yeah, bit of a mess. Great story. Yeah. Great story. It won't win. No. No. 
Spike Lee, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. A Spike Lee joint. <laughs> Brother. Uh, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Nick, you're the Kay. only one that's seen Bohemian Rhapsody. You didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Neither either. of you saw it. I, I just, I want I've to, seen but... it. I feel like I've. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I totally get your point because every rock star biopic movie, pretty much the same. They start out as like this small band and then they have this really big hit and then a recording studio picks them up and then they get really successful and they either get into drugs or something and then they kind of have a falling out. But then everything gets back together at the end. It made me appreciate Queen's music. Mm -hmm. I will give it that much. And like Freddie Mercury, arguably one of the best voices in rock music of all time. Mm -hmm. But it's a movie that I've seen 200 times. Yeah. I've heard people are like, oh, it's just Queen just has such good music. And it's like, okay, cool. It's on Spotify. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, you should just listen to Queen's best hits on Spotify and do yourself a favor. I will give it, though, the Live Aid performance that they recreated. After I went and saw it, I went and watched it on YouTube. They recreate it to a T. Really? Like, I'll, I'll give it that. It's pretty cool okay. the, the way that they do it. That's, just watch that scene and then you don't need to watch the rest of the movie. Does the movie deserve it, the nomination? It's not as good as Eighth Grader, totally. Okay. So. That's our standard yeah. this year. That's our. I think that's our standard this year. <laughs> we're so yeah. bitter. I know, right? <laughs> the favorite. We are seen very divided on we're, the favorite. You know, favorite. we're less. We're less divided. As time has gone on, I've appreciated it more. Okay. I will never sit through it again, <laughs> and I probably won't recommend it to anyone I know. But as I've thought more and more about it, I've thought. That was pretty clever. And I did, even at the time, think the performances were really good. Yeah. The three women in it are great. They're amazing. It's just weird. And there are par long parts of it that I found really boring. There was not a single moment of that movie that I found boring. Mm. I was laughing so hard the entire time. I would never recommend this movie to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, it's like a short list of people I'd recommend yeah. this movie to. People exactly like you. Yeah. yeah. So like four people. <laughs> but it is it's good. It's really good. The performances are really good. The cinematography is really fun and inventive. It's a little showy at times, which I think some people were annoyed at. But yeah. the makeup's hilarious. Everything yeah. about it is just like wacky and unexpected yeah. for a period piece. Plus this guy Emma Stone in it. It's Emma Stone. And yeah. she I honestly think she's the best one. And I love Olivia Coleman and Rachel Weiss. Emma Stone is really good in it. I was not mad that this got nominated, even though I walked out of there like screaming, What did I just sit through? <laughs> Which I think is the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it your pick? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I need to see Roma. I feel like okay. it is was that I next see Roma. It's good. Roma, Roma is the best movie I saw this year, okay. and it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. All right. So you finally saw yeah, it. Yeah, I finally watched it. And Alfonso Cuaron, he makes beautiful movies. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's, that's what I felt like the whole time. It's like, everything in this was so well thought out, so well filmed. It didn't knock my socks off, hmm. like, as I, as I expected it to. And that's what I feel like a best picture should be doing. Did but it was of, it was the most beautiful movie that I saw this did year. Did any sure. of the nominees knock your socks off? No. Yeah, so do you think it's the best on the list that got nominated? That I've seen. I haven't I okay. haven't watched yeah, the yeah, favorite yeah. yet. Yeah. But <laughs> can't wait for you to watch I want to so bad. I'm a Yorgos fan. I think he oh, makes cool movies. He to. does. Yeah. They're so, they're insane. <laughs> so Meg you Meg, you haven't watched Roma yet then. I have not. Okay. You just need to get yourself to do I it. I just yeah, honestly, I just my life's a bit of a mess with with you know yeah an infant but i am going to watch roma okay. prior to the oscars 
I don't know if I'm going to watch Green Book. Green Book is getting a lot of momentum all of a sudden. So let's talk about that. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it. Which is like telling, right? Right? I just haven't wanted to. None of us want to go see it because we know what this movie is. It's the same movie. A white guy learns to not be racist, and so he's a hero. (laughs) We don't know that that's what this movie is. That is is 100% what this movie is about. He starts out as a racist. By the end, he's like, hey, black people are people too. Good job, guy. And I hate to say it because I I really like him, but I feel like anything that Mahershala Ali is, and it's like, oh, that's an Oscar movie. This is a serious film. Yeah, this is a serious film. Mm -hmm. It's like Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep effect. Iron Lady should never, never. All right, have you know what? Nominated. You guys, you guys can both go rotten hell. No, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> Iron Lady is one of my favorite movies what of all time. What is wrong with oh, you? Oh, you're crazy. It's so good. It's not. Oh. <laughs> my husband dies. <laughs> I'm alone in my apartment. Die, rotten hell. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, Eli's gonna love this one. A star is born. Okay, you know what? I almost am going to quit movies over A Star is Born (laughs) because I never want to feel as much rage as I have over the fact that that movie has gotten good press. Yeah. Okay. I would be delighted if A Star is Born won. Really? I would. I think that it's it's different from what usually wins. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's a good movie. It's a movie I enjoy. It's a movie that moved me. Wow. No. Was it your favorite that you've seen this year? No. So you like the favorite more than I like the favorite. More. Okay. <laughs> I am going to hell for liking the favorite. No. <laughs> a Star is Born is just it pisses me off so much Wait, that eighth well, grade I, doesn't get nominated well, sure. and A Star is Born does. But like I think eighth grade should replace Green Book or Vice. Yeah. Because like Green Book's not bringing anything new to the table. It's bringing mm. things that were brought to the table. 20 years ago, right? Uh, Stars Born is a f- the fourth remake of the same movie. Yeah, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen Green Book. We're far from the shallows now, <laughs> Eli. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about Vice. Vice. I haven't seen it yet. I can't get myself I to do it. I haven't seen it either. Did you see it, Meg? No, I thought one of us would have no. seen it. No. Skyler saw it, and he's like, it's entertaining in the same way W and... What was the Sarah Palin movie? Oh, yeah. Oh. He's like, where yeah. you sit through it and it's like, yeah, like I'm entertained by this, but this feels like incredibly heavy handed and cheesy. Yeah. And I don't know. I get a little apprehensive about movies that are like, well, Republicans. Yeah. Pretty are good. Satan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Devil worshippers, the whole group. <laughs> and I feel like that's what this is. Yeah. It kind of looks ridiculous to me. The previews look ridiculous. I was really surprised that it has gotten such positive reviews. Christian Bale gets a lot of good representation because of like the body transformations that he does and like mm. he really like dives into his characters. And Adam McKay is a comedy guy and like seeing him do something like The Big Short really put him on the map. Mm. He also did Succession, which was awesome. Yes. But so I haven't seen it. You know, Steve, out. Steve Carell was in 200 movies this oh year. Oh my gosh. He is everywhere. He's everywhere. And I love Steve Carell, but I'm like, what? You're here too? You're in a Pepsi commercial? What Just is happening? Just calm down, Steve. You have to have enough money at this point. Speaking of which, really surprised that Beautiful Boy didn't get any nominations at all. Yeah, that Timothy Chalamet snub is No a love for the fine wine Timothy Chalamet. Not, not a single nomination in any category. It was really bizarre. I really do feel like the Academy was like, ah, I don't have time to watch all Not these screeners. Huh. I'm just going to go ahead and 
in the, the for what I've seen, and mm. I'm 80 years old, so I've yeah. seen Green Book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are our thoughts. Vice was the last one, and our biggest thought though is that won't you be my neighbor not getting nominated for best documentary totally invalidates the oscars it's hard to take anything seriously yeah right yeah there's a lot of good movies i saw this year that were completely neglected and some good movies that i haven't seen that i feel like were neglected and some of these just don't deserve to be here i said it so (sighs) let's see should we talk about the performances sure actors and actresses for sure. Okay. sure. I'm going to see wins. the wife. I'm going to finally see the wife. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, I know. But she's going to win. I don't know. All right. We'll see. Okay. Join us next week when we talked about the best actor, actresses, supporting nominees. And we will see you then. Bye.